Hello and welcome to something about music. Um, I've been listening to the new Jay-Z album and I th thought it would be really innovative, really fun and really, uh, well, fresh. And to begin with, it actually was because um, Jay-Z was rapping about suicide, about killing himself, about being shit. And I kind of really appreciate that from somebody who is at his level. But as I was listening to it, I listened to the third track called Smile. And I think, unless I'm mistaken, that Stevie Wonder was involved, and, and suddenly Jay-Z starts rapping Respect Jimmy Iovine, but you gotta respect the Elohim as a new regime. I think that was really weird, because Elohim is just a word for Jewish, so respect Jimmy Iovine. I mean, the man is a record producer and also the founder of Interscope Records, uh, which is a, an amazing record label, although artists like D would probably not agree to that, having left that label. Dropped it like a ton of bricks, as they said. But, however, what does being Jewish... I mean, is that a new regime thing? I think it's really... I think it, no matter how you twist things, I mean, Jimmy Iovine has to do with Apple Music as well, and as a lot of people know, Jay-Z fronts Tidal, which is a streaming music streaming platform that is direct competition uh, competition uh, uh, against Apple Music, basically. So what they're up against is each other. But saying that the Elohim are the new regime, you got to respect what new. I can't even get my tongue around that because I'm so frustrated. I mean, here we have a fresh album that sounds good and is innovative. Sounds like it's gazing towards the future, but this just, you know, mentioning Jews and all, it... Uh, I have an extreme amount of trouble when people try to say that people of a certain religion or a certain sexual pers persuasion or skin colour and all that are this or the other. It's it just, it, it's a bad taste in the mouth. It's like Bill Hicks used to say about people who were involved in advertising. As soon he took, I think it did Willie Nelson as a, as a good example. When Willie Nelson did a Taco Bell commercial, he just lost all of his credibility whatsoever. That whatever he was gonna say next would be like a turd falling out of his mouth, uh, leaving an indelible mark upon everything he ever did. And yeah, I actually agree with that. It's, it's a bad, bad thing and well, JC has done some stupid shit in the past as well, but this, I think, was really bad, so, well, there you go. Also, speaking of which, um, there's another problem which is kind of tied in with JC, and that's Morrissey. I have been a Morrissey fan for ages, since the early 90s. If you have not heard Morrissey, he's made a terrific solo career for himself. He used to be the lead singer in a band called The Smiths, which are instrumental to me, probably one of my two top bands ever. And uh, the thing is, the older he gets, the more bitter and the more, I wouldn't say controversial, but the more xenophobic he becomes. Um, when the Manchester Terror thing happened not long ago, he made a statement about it, and it's he made something like, he commented something like, Manchester Mayor Andy Burnham says the attack is the work of an extremist. An extreme what? An extreme rabbit? Um, 
the thing is, and he also talks about what we all say in private, and I think that's really, really, really strange because he's actually saying people are afraid to say what the what's on their minds when actually he's doing the exact same thing. I mean, he's walking around, I think, around the issues of Islam, and that's really xenophobic. It's vague and it's cowardice. Um, also, there are some other things he'd said in interviews which are really, really strange. And now I'm not counting in some of his lyrics, as with Bengali platforms, where he said that somebody from Pakistan didn't belong here and meeting the meaning England or the UK, but at the same time, it's all a bit mishmash. He's also been talking about in interviews, such as if you're saying stuff like, if you walk through Knightsbridge on any bland day of the week, you won't hear an English accent. Uh, what? And also about Jimmy Samuel Saville, a uh, pedophile, which was. He, uh, actually, John Lydon from the Sex Pistol tried to uh, oust uh, Saville as a pedophile about 35 years ago, and they just killed that interview completely. Anyway, now that everybody knows Saville was a pedophile, uh, Morrissey said this. 2013 Enlightenment can't be applied to dark and dim nights of 1972, otherwise every singer who ever slept with a 14-year-old would suddenly be behind bars, and that would take a lot of bars. Uh, that's a really bad fucking statement. I don't think I even need to go into that one. Uh, to Q Magazine, he once said he didn't really think, for instance, black people and white people ever really get on or like each other and he's described the Chinese as a subspecies and he's expressed admiration for Nigel Farage and his immigration policies. I mean, all of those things just leave a really bad taste in the mouth, which is so fucking weird because I really love the man. Another thing that ties in with that is the fact that Morrissey... I, I wanted to get a Morrissey tattoo once, once upon a time, and I... I would just wouldn't now. I would not. Would I go to a concert? Actually, I don't know. I mean, I love the Smiths and I love some of Morrissey's lyrics. They've helped me through a lot of the dark periods in my life and I really love some of the music, but now it just feels so fucking strange. It just feels so weird and, and ill-advised to even stand up for him because it's, it'll be it'll just be fucking weird. So, I mean, what do you do when a musician fucks up, really? I mean, we need to stand up to these things, to stand up against these kind of xenophobic remarks and all that trite shit and just stand up against it. So, without further ado, I say fuck you, Morrissey, for those kind of statements. And it's so sad to hear. It's so sad and it hurts to me to my fucking bone. But again, people change. So, I really hope you come back and come back strong and realize your mistakes and whatever you've fucking done. Please, thank you. Another issue I have with another band is Public Enemy. I've loved Public Enemy since the start when I first heard them. Chuck D's lyrics of every kind of eman emancipation is so fucking great. And I do think that rap and hip hop is the black people CNN to paraphrase Chuck. I love Flavor Flav, I love Terminator X, I love everything about that band nearly. If it were not for some of the strange fucking things they've said and done. Um, I remember in 1988 when Professor Griff gave some interviews 
um, saying like stuff like there's no place for gays when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah it was uh, for that sort of behavior and also he said if the Palestinian Palestinians took up arms, went into Israel and killed the Jews, it'd be alright. And also I think he made some kind of comment on saying uh, it's not strange that it's called jewelry and thereby trying to feed into the old fucking boring horrible myth about Jews being in for money and being greedy and so forth. That was horrible and uh, Griff was ousted after a major debate on it. A lot of magazines, with all due respect, um, ousted him for it. Um, and also, there's another thing in one of the. I mean, I can remember Public Enemy recording a track where where Chuck rapped that Farrakhan's a prophet. And I mean, Farrakhan is really was a Farrakhan was a leader for the Nation of Islam, and they they actually thought that the white people were the devil, I mean real devils, as in fire and brimstone Old Testament devils. Um, but on the other hand, it's it's easy to try and make excuses for artists. Uh, I even had a problem with uh, Chuck <laughs> trying to slay Elvis, saying he's a racist, but it was the view of Elvis he was talking about. He also called John Wayne a racist. Uh, which he most definitely was, both on record and off. And, uh, well, it all ties in with, with where we are today. I mean, Public Enemy have made apologies. They even let Professor Griff back into their midst after he apologized for those statements, as whether or not, as for whether or not he actually believes that or not. I mean, it's, it's, uh, what do you know, you know? There's even been a lot of idiotic black metal, death metal bands from Norway and whichever countries where it's been kind of okay to slag off not only women but uh, gay people. Gay people have always had a hard time with these kind of pop satanic frequencies. Uh, even went so far as to the singer of one, well I, I won't even mention the band, but went and actually killed a man for being gay. And that man, uh, the guy who did it actually when he came out of and made albums and had a huge following from all these dire kind of it's it's all a bit myth-making just because somebody kills someone and I mean if we just turn the stone over and check out why he actually killed someone because they were gay does that person really require I mean he doesn't there's, there's no as respect he ever get from me or anybody else with half a fucking mind, really. So he killed himself in the end, and uh, people now regale him as a sort of true Satanist and being true in every sense of the word, but I mean, the guy killed someone for being gay, come on. And there's been similar stuff like that with, as with the gigantic band within the genre called Mayhem. When their singer killed himself, their idiotic one of the guitarists came over, snapped photos of him, took pieces of his skull and kept all of this and actually had I mean spread copies of the pictures around one of them managed to get a foothold and it's as a cover for one of the bootleg albums of theirs and it's it's just a horrendous story uh, the guy who snapped those photos ended up getting killed by a guy from another band uh, who and that guy today is a neo-nazi kind of uh, ancient folklorist 
person. It's it's a horrible thing, really. But altogether, it's it's fucking drab, and we need n to not defend or support those idiots. End of story. Also, we have the Trump of music, which I think is Kanye West. The man gets away with saying nearly everything from slagging off Taylor Swift, and they have made amends since, but to, to making incredulous claims, doing stupid shit. And he's managed to pull off some really interesting music. I don't like his music, but conceptually it makes sense to me. It's kind of a postmodern uh, mix of everything that's going on, but really is he somebody you need to drive into the limelight by buying his products, streaming his music and so forth? Not for me. It's... it's... ah! I dislike him from a lot of different angles, which makes him quite... it's intolerable to me. Ugh, I can't just get my head around it. You could have people saying stupid stuff, you could say, have people doing stupid shit, but he's just driven me around the band in so many ways. He really is the music uh, equivalent of Trump, but... Well, there you go. I don't know really what this episode was about, other than that, I mean, if you're apologetic about something, you should be able to say, I'm sorry and really mean it, and then you're off the hook. It's nothing more, nothing less. But doing these things continually, or getting around it, it's, you know, acting like a Trump. And I'm not referring only to Kanye West, I'm referring to Morrissey, to the black metal people to to myself really as a Morrissey listener I mean if he releases a new album will I buy it if the Smiths you reunite should I go see him I mean will I see Morrissey the next time he turns around or shows up I mean um, it's I mean it's all hard I, I, I think it's just a matter of not defending somebody just because of what they once were but what they are now and I think that's really fucking important and it's not